You are now listening to Tuck Gidget's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I am your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a blue belt who trains at Pure MMA located in Rockaway, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Brescher. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, of course, of course, of course. How was your day today? Uh, it was good. I just got back from training. <laughs> awesome. So. Which is always is always fun. Always fun, always fun. But yeah, let's get into it. Uh, let's go ahead and take that trip. Let's learn about your jujitsu journey. Uh, my jujitsu journey. So, I, you know, I never grew up doing martial arts or sports or anything like that. When I was thirty-one, um, I happened to start doing Krav Maga, and I did that for a couple of years. And as I got more into it, um, they start borrowing. It borrows elements from different. Um, sports disciplines combat sports disciplines martial arts and things like that mm-hmm. so um as i got into the advanced classes and they started doing groundwork uh i was just so uncomfortable with it i had never you know been in an environment like that you know as, as a woman you know it's it's very um disconcerting to be on your back with somebody on top of you like that in that environment so mm-hmm. i started um doing jujitsu really to kind of help myself get over that hurdle in Krav Maga and what I ended up doing actually was just falling in love with jujitsu um just the elegance of it the the sport aspect of it the um the art of it and everything there and so um yeah I started I started maybe four or five years ago um, doing more and more jujitsu and I just kind of tapped at it and ended up earning my blue belt and I'm still uh, training you know to this day and, and working um, on, on my jets right. yeah I mean everyone wow. still you still work on your jits even as an upper belt so oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying like I'm still continuing this journey it's one that I didn't expect to be on uh-huh and uh, and I ended up here and it's it's been real it's been a great journey you know I I, I joke with my, my kids, um, you should always have a hobby that you suck at, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not I'm not athletically gifted. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will walk onto the mats and, like, they have the bodily awareness, they have the athleticism, they have whatever. You know, I'm almost 40. You know, I don't have, like, any kind of natural talent, <laughs> um, you know, athletically. I have to work really, really hard for like anything that I have in jujitsu. It doesn't come easily, which means I have to kind of rededicate myself every single time walking onto the mat. You know, even when I'm excited about it, it's still difficult, you know, every single time. And I I think that that's good for people. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely totally agree. Like even um you know, I've been yeah, I've been training for five years and and at the school that I'm currently at, we've I've seen people, you know, come and go and you know, we have like a couple white belts that just started maybe like a month ago and I'm like, Man, I wish I had like half of your like <laughs> awareness and drive and like attentiveness yeah. like when I started training because these dudes are like you know, they're they're haven't trained before this is like literally first martial art but you know the way they're grasping everything is just like mm-hmm. oh man give you guys a couple more months you're gonna be like monsters oh, yeah. 
But yeah. Well, it's always, you know, again, like you have, you know, these high school um, wrestlers that come in. They're 18. Mm -hmm. They're like less than half my age. They're very athletic already. And they just soak it up like a sponge. And it's like, that's just incredible. Yeah. My joints are not going to do that anymore. And that's okay. (laughs) Um, You know, I, 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 one of the things jujitsu has done for me is give me perspective and really a different kind of confidence. And yeah. that is to, to be on the mats and be like, you know what? I'm not 18. I am not, you know, a D1 wrestler. I am never going to be that. I have the body that I have. I have the joints that I have, the muscles that I have. And I can work with it because I, this is still my journey. And I need to learn how to make my jujitsu my own. And, you know, you, you can't compare it. You can't compare your journey. You can't compare your body. You can't do anything but make what you have work. Definitely. And it's given me a lot more, com- like, that realization um, has made me more confident kind of in my, in my body. You know, um, it, it's tough. <laughs> you know, it's, it, a lot of women struggle with, like, body issues and, like, mm-hmm. how, how they see themselves and everything. And, um Nothing has made me more comfortable in my skin than jujitsu has. That's awesome. Just simply being able to see, like, it doesn't matter what size I am. I totally armored that guy. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, I totally, like, you know, my body just did something really, really cool. And it has no, like, my size has nothing to do with it. I'm just, you know, this is an art that I can dedicate myself to and work on it regardless. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. It's yeah, it's it's definitely you know it's definitely a confidence booster. Um, just to be able to like train and you know you see yourself progress and you grow and it's like I don't know you just get like a different type of like light about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know I'm older, but I can still destroy everyone on the mat. Not necessarily to say <laughs> you can, but you get that confidence like yeah, right. I can I can take that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, Definitely. Uh, like, I, I'm, um, you know, another part of the confidence that I have had to have, though, is, you know, I'm, I'm a hobbyist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do this when I can. You know, I, I, I have a full-time job. I'm a single mom, two kids. I'm working on my doctorate. Oh, wow. And I'm doing all of this. And so, again, when I go into the gym, you know, it, it's my journey. I'm on the mat. This is, for me, I can't compare. You know, when people fly past me you know with their their promotions and everything it's like you know what this is still my game this is still mine Mm -hmm. i need to you know i go when i can and that's okay and you know what's funny um like me and another guest was talking about uh you know people who do jujitsu you have the people that does it to get in you know get in shape or Mm -hmm. the hobbyist or like the know the real competitive people I enjoy people who look at jujitsu, you know, as a, you know, being a hobbyist because those are the type of people I love to work with and roll with because, you know, you can sit down and you can break down techniques. And even though they're not necessarily like in tune and inclined to like these techniques, they're still willing to learn it and they're still willing to like help you break it down even for, you know, even if it's for somebody else. But yeah, I, I love that. I love that. So. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to work on, I'm going to walk onto the mat. I'm going to try and make me better. You know, if, if people uh, <laughs> need a sparring partner, I'm perfectly happy to be there for them. You know, make, you make everyone better on the mats. 
Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And, I mean, and that's it's like um, you know, it's encouraging to you know have people like that. Like you know, if you have someone that's going to like you know help you get your game, you know, help your game get better, help you understand stuff a lot better. It you know, j- like jujitsu actually opens up a whole lot more than you know you just getting steamrolled or you know you don't get a chance to you know break down like today's lessons and stuff like that but yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely fun it's definitely exciting to have people who like yeah you know i just love it because you know i love it and you know not not take anything from the competitors or you know anybody else but like hobbies are awesome I get a little bit jealous of the competitors, though. You know, you walk in and you see people that are training two, three times a day. And um, it was really hard for me in the beginning because, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, so-and-so started only two years ago and she's already kicking my ass. And my professor had to say to me, he goes, Jess, you don't do this enough to get yourself worth from it. Mm -hmm. And, like, that seems really harsh, but at the same time, like, no, it's a perspective. You know, this this is what it is for me. It's important to me, mm-hmm. but it has its place in my life, and um, that's okay. Right. Like I, like I said, jujitsu has taught me a lot of perspective about what my values are, what are my priorities, how can I fit things into my life kind of appropriately and make them all work. And, um, yeah, I don't know how a sport – or a martial art has changed so many different facets of my life between, you know, time management, prioritizing things in my life. You know, like I was talking about body image, like so many of these things, my my perspective has really shifted in life because of jujitsu and just the principles and just the way that I've had to work. My jujitsu has had to apply itself to the rest of my life. I'm not sure if that makes any sense. Oh, that makes 100% like, sense to me because like yeah i i apply like my principles and everything that i learn on the mats in everyday life that's the only way i'm able to handle stuff because without it i'll probably be like yeah i'll i don't know i probably would have lost my mind by now if i wasn't <laughs> if i wasn't training as much as i do like no not no way no way no how so um, so is this like your only gym that you've trained at? I know you said you trained Krav but like for jujitsu, is this like your only gym you've trained at? Yes, it is. Now is, no. I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, when I travel, I like to find, you know, a local gym and do drop-in classes. It's been more difficult, you know, with the pandemic recently. Before yep. then, um, you know, my parents live in Syracuse, New York. So whenever I would go visit them, I would stop in a, a local gym there. So... Now, do so you being, you know, um, you being a parent, do your do your kids train too? I tried so hard. Uh, no, they uh, they like karate and they like swimming. Ah. And so um, and they had to pick one because there are only so many hours in the day and mom right. was tired. So, <laughs> uh, they picked swimming. I did try, though. So I had them, you know, when they were little, I had them do some Krav Maga classes. They weren't interested. They did one jujitsu class. Both of them were were not about it. One of them liked karate, and we did that for a while before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'd really like I'd really like them to. Obviously, I think it teaches a really a lot of good things. Um, you know, it, it, between uh, you know just the discipline and also the athleticism. You know, the um, 
you know, working hard at something, working towards a goal and uh, just everything about it. But, uh, you know, maybe someday they'll, they'll get into it. I'm not trying to uh, push them. Just, just, just a little bit. Just, just push a little bit. Push a little bit. Just, yeah. Just push a little bit. No, <laughs> but um, to kind of go back a little bit, um, what you were saying earlier about you know just the 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 flow of jujitsu, like the the it's almost like a it's almost like music when, um, when you see like when you see people roll because on the outside it looks so barbaric because you got people just grabbing and throwing and twisting and turning and everything else yeah, but, but if you can see what they're doing yeah it's kind of like there are exchanges there are energy exchanges back and forth and when you can really if you when you understand what they're doing it looks barbaric at first but then mm-hmm. you can see the elegance of it i think and that's something that i have really kind of enjoyed um like it's uh what is it it's the gentle art yeah it's the a gentle, gentle art, yeah, it's gentle art. The shit out of people. as as aggressive <laughs> as it looks it's cause yes. it's called the gentle art. Yes. That's that uh, that's hilarious. Well, you know, and and but that's something that I really enjoy about it is that you can go um you can roll hard. Mhm. Without being brutal. Yeah. You know, so in Krav Maga when we spar, we do striking, we do whatever and like I'm not very good. <laughs> so I get punched in the face a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I get submitted a lot in, in jujitsu when I roll, but you can, I feel like you can be, you can go harder without being brutal and walking away with like <laughs> feeling like you aren't going to be able to walk in the morning. But that's the best oh, that feeling in the world. That once in a while. What was that? I said, that's the best feeling in the world. When you can't walk in the morning? Yeah. yeah once in a while. Yeah. Like, you know, we do like, you know, our, our school, we do open mats and, you know, our school are predominantly like big dudes. We're a smashed out, you know, smashed out school. So, you know, when we have those Sundays when we're just like, you know, there's five or six of us on the mats. We're rolling three minutes at a time and we're just yeah. like switching and switching and switching. And it's like, you know, you can feel your body like, OK, this is going to hurt in the morning. My back. I know my back oh, is going to yeah. be on fire, my elbow, my wrist, my knees. But it's no greater feeling than that, that pain from doing jujitsu. I do agree. Um, it went. So when I we have open mats, absolutely. You kind of prepare for that. But for your weekly training for someone like me, I, I, I have to be able to walk in the morning. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no for 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 training. I can roll hard in training and still get up and have uh, you know. Again, I'm a hobbyist. I'm not a competitor. I would expect that you know if I'm doing high level training for things, mm-hmm. you know that that's what it's going to be. Um, for general training, you know, you can roll hard. You can get a really great workout in, and um, you know your your shoulders may not ever be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> And, th- and then you have your and but then you have your time for yeah it's an open mat and uh you, you go hard we <laughs> we um there are a couple gyms in the area that they're all linked all the black belts came from the same um lineage okay. and so we all the the gyms all get together for the open mats um and there are there are girls who are competitors and let me tell you uh they beat me up harder than any of the dudes 
ever could like they just go yeah. <laughs> you know and you just you, you feel brutalized afterwards but in like the best way like i've yeah i've definitely you know i've definitely met some like savage savage uh women uh practitioners and it's it's so it's so cool to see like you know women just just dominate in a sport like this but yeah i i i'm definitely excited about um i have another guest that's coming up um i think like a week or so and she she competes a lot like a lot yeah. a lot and i'm like oh i cannot wait i cannot wait to see like you know to to find to, to like to listen to her mindset on how she prepares for that stuff but it, it's it's definitely pretty cool now um and i love well I have to say, I love that there is room in this sport for mm-hmm. someone like her, but then also someone like me, yes. and someone like yes. you, who's like, yes, I don't want to walk in the morning. And then like, you know, <laughs> but it's all, there's the same commonality. Mm-hmm. There, there's a place for every type of practitioner. Yes. There's a place and like, and everyone is, I mean, I don't know what it's like at every gym, but I know that everyone, you know, at my academy, everyone who's on the mats is on the mats and we're all together. We're we're all in this together, mm-hmm. type of thing. And so there's no kind of like, um, I, there are no clicks. Like, oh, you can't roll with them because they're the competitors and they're whatever. Like, you can walk up to anyone and say, hey, do you want to roll? And they'll roll with you. And so it's it's very collegial and like it's kind of just understood. There's a place and a time for everyone, and we're all doing jujitsu. We are all in this because we love it. So. Oh yeah, there's a place for everyone. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's at my school too. Um, we're majority, like I think we only got, oh, I want to say maybe two or three white belts, if I'm not mm. mistaken. And then you know we have like three, I mean, oh, well, about four blue belts, uh, two purple belts, and then it's me and the other guy who's brown belt, and then we have our you know our instructor who's a black belt. So a lot of, you know, we are like, you know, you know, up there in ranks, but yeah, everyone rolls with everybody. Like, you know, it's not even like a, Hey, you want to roll? Like, no, we just grab a body and just start going at it, you know? Oh, so, uh, my academy is is quite large. Um, we'll easily have like 30 to 50 students per class. Oh my goodness. So you think you can be a little bit pickier and it's, you know, and it's interesting. Um, you know, in some classes we'll have half the classes white belts. And but we'll still have three or four black belts on the mat. Okay. You know, in the school, I think we we have to have about seven or eight black belts in the school. And so, and um, again, as a white belt, I could walk up to any one of them and 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 roll with them. And it was just very, you know, it was um, again very collegial. We have a lot of purple belts. We have a lot of blue belts. So um, you know, when it when it comes to rolling. Um, you know, you, you do kind of have a selection. And I know that, like, from, I tend to roll with people who are higher belts than I am. I roll with uh, the people I prefer to roll with. Like, people I know the best are purple belts. And mm-hmm. they kick my ass, as they should. Um, but I know that, like, you know, there, there's a there's a trust there because I know them. Right. So, um, you know, like, like uh, you know, we were explaining, my, my school is small. I'm not, you know, a big fan of, like, big crowds. So, like... Was it intimidating going to like classes that 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 size, like you know, twenty, thirty people on the mats at once? 
so the those are the evening classes the lunchtime classes are much smaller so i started with the lunchtime classes and i got to know a core group of people so there may be 15 people mm-hmm. at the noon classes and so um it made it a lot easier um it's a huge space it's like a warehouse with mats in it so it doesn't feel like there are that many people until like everyone lines up and you're like holy crap there's a lot of people here uh. um the guys who own the school so mike and andy main are just kind of the nicest people ever like mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that they owned the academy if you just walked in because they're they're just like you know on the mats and talking to everyone else and like they remember your name and it's it's a very um close-knit group of people who are also just very welcoming and it's you know leave your ego at the door type of thing oh yeah so I'm I'm really grateful for for my academy and um, the atmosphere there. But yeah, I started off with the smaller classes, and the first couple of times I came to the big classes, especially after the pandemic, I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, no, I can't. I'm not around this many people. I can't do this. Um, but yeah, knowing it, and the six thirty a.m. classes are even smaller, so. Uh, yeah, we used to do six thirty classes, man. I'm I I I'm really starting to miss those six thirty classes because it was a little bit of like an advanced class. Like we'll kind of like break down uh mm-hmm. even like even more techniques. Well, the techniques that we did the night before, we were like you know going to like fine detail, and it was usually be like maybe two or three of us. But at one point, it was just me and the instructor showing up in the morning. Oh. So it was like, and at one point, um, one of my, one of my training partners loved this guy, like my brother. Um, I learned a lot under, you know, when I was coming up learning from him and then I couldn't make it to like evening classes and I started doing the morning classes. And then Mm -hmm. by the time I came back and rolled with him during the evening, he was like, yeah, you've been doing something different. And I was like, oh, because I've been doing the morning classes. He's like, ah, I got you. But yeah, but yeah, man, those morning classes used to be so so fun because it's you know obviously it's more jujitsu, more training, but like yeah, it's it's a little bit slower because we're you know we're going through everything with a fine tooth comb, so we don't have to break down like the basics of the technique. We could just go, hey, is you know remember what was working last night? Let's go to that position and let's you know work from there. And there are advantages definitely because mm-hmm. when there are smaller classes that you know if everyone's getting something really quickly you can move on faster in a smaller class like you know the there's a disadvantage i think to some of these huge classes and that you know the, the professor doesn't always get around to everybody like there there are more they're trade-offs so there are more upper level belts who can help people doing the drilling and then there's a lot more you know variety when you're rolling but you know you, you don't get that kind of face time with the professor and kind of that, um, that deep dive that you can get with the smaller classes. And that's why, you know, the, the 630 classes and the noon classes, sometimes you can get into the nitty gritty, you know, when you have that smaller class size. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I, um, talk to a lot of, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people and, um, especially in these jujitsu groups that's, um, on Facebook, and they'd be like, you know, I've been training for X amount of, you know, X amount of time. You know, I haven't got striped. I haven't got promoted. And I'm like, you know, we're asking, like, you know, what's going on at the school? Have you talked to the teacher? Have you talked to the instructor? Like, what, you know, what have, you know, what what resolution have you came up with? And then they're like, yeah, it's such a big school. We have, like, 30, 40 people on the mat you know, at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, those, I, I know, people who can get promoted and ranked in big schools 
I like it's not taken away from small schools because I'm from a small school too, but you really have to bust your butt to get, you know, get that note, like get that notice from your upper, you know, from the upper belts to be like, oh, okay, this person actually advancing. They're showing that they, they know this stuff. So yeah, I, I, to me, I feel like that's, that's would be a big challenge for me personally being at a big school like that. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. I never really thought about it like that. Um, I know that uh, they do keep track of attendance and like when you hit, you know, like, like, Hey, you know, this person's been here a lot. Let's watch them the next time they roll and like see where they are. Or like once in a while, you know, you'll have one of the professors be like, Hey, I got an ex roll with you. And you're like, Oh crap. Oh crap. Oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, you know, they, they do take the time. They do try to assess people. You know, I think they recognize, you know, it's, it's a big environment. They need to keep track of people. Um, I mean, I don't get promoted very easily. I don't. I haven't gotten a stripe in a while. But then I also know, you know, I haven't been able to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I used to put. Let me think how to say this. You know, there are so many people who are like, "Well, you shouldn't, you know, care about the belt." You know, what's you know, the mat will tell the truth. Yeah. Type of thing. Like, yeah. And, and that's true to an extent. I I also know that having never done any kind of like sport or martial art or anything before. Um, Krav Maga or Jiu-Jitsu, I'd never gotten a belt in anything or I'd never gotten a trophy or like any kind of recognition. So the idea of getting a belt in stripes was just so new and exciting to me, even in my 30s. I was like, oh, I got a stripe. <laughs> like, this is the coolest thing in the world. You know, there is something nice to knowing that you are improving. Mm-hmm. You know, because there comes a point in your journey where you're just grinding. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, you just you go week after week after month after month and and everyone around you is improving as well so you you feel like you're stuck you you can't tell if you're getting any better right and i think that in in those cases the promotion it's more of a shot in the arm Mm -hmm. yes the math will always tell the truth right you know and on any given day you know you do well or you, you you know you do poorly when you're rolling it, it that has no bearing on your your rank but um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no. i haven't gotten this right in a really long time but um you know i'm still i'm still working on it it's, yeah I, I asked my professor one time like what do i need to work on to get my next stripe and he's like uh you shouldn't be looking to get your next stripe you should be training to get your purple belt and you know the stripes are you know irrelevant they'll come if you keep training for your purple belt yeah and i mean i i you know i can you know agree with you on that one too where you know like you you know especially being an adult it's not like you know you get a lot of participation or like uh, awards or anything like that because all we do is work so it's like yeah you you're in this class and then you know you get that first stripe on your white belt and you're like oh my god i i'm i'm doing something (laughs) right and then like it's exactly i was like when i first like when i first started training i started getting stripes so i was taking like pictures like yep. instagram was flooded i'm like i'm a two-stripe blue belt but i'm a monster you know <laughs> but um but like after a while i think probably by mid blue belt um yeah i was kind of like yeah you know what i you know i just want to train I just want to train. Like, I don't care about stripes. I don't care about belt color. I just, I'm just happy that I'm able to train. And I think once I got into that that mindset, 
that's when like jujitsu really really started to pick up yeah because you know chris harder said like you know uh you know a belt only covers so much of your ass you have to cover the rest (laughs) and it's true because yeah i mean a belt is not going to necessarily say that you're better than me or i'm better than you like no we're going to get on this floor we're going to roll around and we're going to show you know who's better so I think once a lot of people who do who have you know have started their journey or going to start their journey, you know, hopefully people who listen to this that's in the New Jersey area, you know, I have someone you can talk to about, you know, joining an awesome school. But um yeah, like just do it for the love of it. You know, fall in love with the sport and yes. like your instructor said, my instructor said this is a, a lot too. Just keep training, be consistent, work hard and the and the and the belt will change. The the colors will change. <laughs> Just keep showing up. Just, just keep, keep showing, showing up. up. Just keep showing just up. Keep showing up. Like I was doing this to get better at something else. This was my cross training, and then all of a sudden I got a stripe on my white belt. I'm like, oh my god, you can get stripes. Yeah. And then I kept going. I'm like, I got a second stripe, and then and then I suddenly like, I was joking with my professor. I I accidentally got a blue belt, and it's because I I just kept showing up. She's like, like I accidentally <laughs> got a blue belt. Like I, I think you dropped this. Like, <laughs> he's like, you know, you're like a jujitsu person now. You have a blue belt. Like you, you, like you know, you you know, you're a practitioner, right? Like you're. Um, it took me a while to think of myself that way. I was like, oh, I'm just cross training. Oh, I'm not really. You know, this is just you know whatever. It's like, oh, no, no, I, I belong here. But you know the the funny thing about it. Um, that I've I've realized even you know I've, I I recently just be I recently became a brown belt I they haven't yet hit me that I'm a brown belt like I still feel like honestly I still feel like I'm like mid blue still because that's when like I think like mid blue and like some of purple was like the hardest time for me mm-hmm. training wise and I'm still sometimes feel like I'm still stuck in that mindset oh there are, I'm there are days uh, we did. It was open mat recently, and I had such a bad roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was catastrophic. Like I was doing like first day on the mat type mistakes. Yeah. And this one roll, and the guy was, and I was getting frustrated. And the guy was like, "Oh, you're doing just fine. How long have you been training?" I'm like, "Long enough that I'm embarrassed to answer that question." <laughs> and like, you know, there are rolls, and I'm like, "Is this my first day?" have I ever been on the mat before? Like, <laughs> you know, in, in, in my head, like there are days where I'm like, I have to remind myself like, no, no, I just, this, this, this isn't my first time in class. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't feel like, yeah, you, you said you don't feel like a brown belt. I don't feel like, I know it, it's not that much above a white belt, but I still feel like I'm so brand new to this. I don't know anything. Yeah. And I there's there'll be moments where I'll still draw blanks on techniques. And it's like, man, I, I, I'll be sitting here like, I know this stuff. I know this stuff. But, yeah, I'll have those moments where I'll, yeah, like you said, I will have a bad role or I have a bad moment in a class. where it's like, man, I'm just like getting slaughtered. I don't remember yeah. nothing. I am being, you know, caught and tapped in the same stuff like four times. Yes. This should not happen this way. <laughs> there is, there's one does. girl that I roll with. There's one girl. Her name is Mackenzie, and she is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. She catches me in the same triangle three times a roll every time I roll with her. 
the same damn triangle. And I cannot, <laughs> for the life of me, figure out how I keep my dumb ass just walking. It. I'm sorry, am I allowed to swear on this thing? You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> if, if I have to, you know, bleep it out, I'll bleep it out. But no, go ahead. Let it fly. I cannot figure <laughs> out how my dumb butt keeps walking into this triangle multiple times every time I roll with her. Yeah, you know, it's just like just sometimes you got it. I don't know. <laughs> it happens. I mean, because even like last Sunday, one of my you know good friends we was rolling, and I I I I've rolled with this guy x amount of times, but he you know he caught me in a was it a knee bar? Nope, it was a hmm, it wasn't a knee bar. I think it, no, it was a hill hook. He caught me in a hill hook three. Yeah, I think like two or three times. And it's like, and he set it up the same way every single time. And I got so annoyed. I'm like, why do I keep giving you this? But, hey, it, it comes, it's a it's a part of the game. It's a, oh, yeah. And sometimes you'll feel like, like, oh, my God, I finally got this. Like, I'm doing something right. I'm doing something right. And you just gave them the mount. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of like one of the. Not one of the things I like about jujitsu necessarily, but one of the things that I find so mind-blowing about it and how elegant it is it's just there's it's infinite possibilities yeah 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 it's just um you know like when you first get on the mat and you like you learn how to do something and you, you're like okay so i can pass guard by doing this and then you go to do it in a roll and it doesn't work you're like it, you know you learn all these different things then you're like well here's the counter of that and if they counter like this then you do this and it just branches off and it's like my mind is blown constantly by this sport yeah even i mean even even now you know this you know this whole time i've been training there are still so many like techniques or tweaks to a technique that i've i've you know learned so much about and it's like Mm -hmm. it still mind blows me like why haven't i noticed that like i've like for example um we was going over um i think it was working kimura Mm -hmm. and i you know we were talking you know your hand positions and the figure four and all this other stuff and that you know that entry to get under their arm to you know to figure for your arm people who don't know it's i'm trying not to get as technical but you know she knows and i'm like huh if if i was to shift the arm up just a little bit i have a lot more room to do oh my god that just made the entry to the kimura <laughs> so much easier oh and my I'm, god it's a game of inches like yes. one inch to the left it yes. It makes a completely different thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's and it's cool like when I have moments where I'm, you know, I I'll, I'll be repping with a a lower belt or, you know, my instructor showing a technique and I can see them like like analyzing it and breaking it down. Like for example, one guy, uh his name is Ray. Love this guy. He's a very very phenomenal blue belt. Um he rolls like he's purple. Like the dude is very very smart. He qu- catches on very very uh easily. And our instructor be going over a technique, and I'm like, "Hey Ray, you see what that? You know what he just did? Hey, if you was to just shift a little bit to the left, or you throw your leg this way, see what happens." And he'd be like, "Oh, okay." And then he'll do it, and he'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> I was like, and I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, that moment is just such a it's uh it's a jujitsu moment. Yeah, that's what my professor calls it. Yeah, yeah, that's a jujitsu moment right there. And it's and it's so awesome. You can have so many in one day. <laughs> There's it's, no limit. It's so it's no limit because 
you know, I'm the type of guy. I'm I'm a lifer. I am a lifer when it comes to jujitsu. Like I eat, sleep, and breathe jujitsu. Like if I'm at home, I'm watching videos. I'm watching you know uh, reels on Instagram. Me and like a couple other guys, we go over like techniques on a daily. Like we have like so many little small groups within our class. Like me, uh, my training partner Brian Ray. Like we're kind of like trying to be more efficient in leg locks so it's just me me him and this you know me him and ray in one group all we do is talk about leg locks and in this other group was just like a general group of everybody we train with we'll you know pass stuff on but yeah like jujitsu is so i mean there's so much there's so much to learn about jujitsu and obviously you never can not learn jujitsu but it's like, man, I want to soak up as much as I humanly possibly can into like my brain explode and I still want more. Yeah. So. No, I I definitely get that. It's it's um it can consume you. Oh, it 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 has. It can and it has. <laughs> it can and it has. But you know, cause like now, you know, my my wife trains now, my daughter, she just started training and I'm like I'm 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 I want to Gracie this. I want everybody in my family to be killers. <laughs> I want Gracie this. I love that. Like I want to Gracie this so bad. But I'm like eh, I can't imagine having twelve kids and trying to teach them all jujitsu. But I'm definitely gonna take the two that I got and get them into it. One she's she's love she loves it, and my daughter daughter she's two right now. But when she gets a little bit older, I'm definitely gonna put her put her into uh, jujitsu. I love the I love watching the little kids class the jujitsu class. Kids, I mean, I mean, and you know what the the teenagers that we have and everything like they are brutal. Mm-hmm. When these kids all come up, you know, you you have your kids, you know, they start at three. By the time they're sixteen, they're gonna be, you know, taking over the world. It, yeah. It's really it's exciting to see the sport and seeing people coming up through the sport. And you know, I've only been in jujitsu for five or six years. But, you know, you go, you watch videos, right, of, like, older fights and everything, like UFC 1. hmm You know, and you take a look, and you can see, like, how things have changed. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and everything, and um, how it continues to change. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the different competitions and the way that people, you know, the different guards and the different locks and the different submissions and different takedowns that are, like, new. Like, every time there's a major competition, um class gets really exciting because everyone's like okay we saw so-and-so do this mm-hmm. let's you know let's learn how he did that submission and like emulate it oh, i don't yeah. know if everyone saw that you know like the buggy choke lately yep like the i was just thing, about right? to say that when the buggy choke uh happened <laughs> i just saw so many videos of people yep. breaking down the buggy choke in different yep. positions you know, for and... a while it was baron bolo uh-huh and then, like you know and so it's like these things come through and it's really kind of cool to see yeah and, you know, just going back to you saying like UFC, you know, the earlier days of UFC when it was no weight class and mm-hmm. there was like everyone had their own discipline and you have sumo wrestlers, you have, you know, you have, you know, uh, Greco-Roman yes. wrestlers, you have strikers, you have this, you have that. And then you have this strawny guy. Yeah. In and, in, you know, in what people, you know, are joking, like in a, in a bathrobe. Yep. And destroy everybody. Yeah, because no one knew what jujitsu was. It was, you know, it was a very 
small select people that knew knew what jujitsu was if he wasn't brazilian or you know japanese you really didn't know what jujitsu was and like i said this guy comes on the mat uh, comes in the ring and just destroys everybody and they're like what what is this what is this voodoo that this guy is doing but it's awesome to see you know back then as a as a just a ufc fan seeing something like so unbelievable and even now as a you know jiu-jitsu practitioner just seeing how much it flourished from that time into now where we have multiple schools and multiple um like events that happens for jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even like well maybe because I don't follow it as much, but like, you know, like other like, you know, karate and uh Muay Thai and stuff like that. I don't necessarily see a lot of events being talked about it unless it's like, you know, UFC fight pass of course. But I'm really loving the fact that jujitsu is finally coming to the like coming to the forefront of I guess you want to say combat sport and I'm just excited to see where this is going to go. Definitely. Yeah, it's 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 pretty exciting. And I'm like, I'm happy to be a part of it. Happy. Hopefully that, you know, this will be my contribution to giving back to jujitsu. That's that's a really that's a really nice way of thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, jujitsu is, you know, you 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 know, you get out of it what you put into it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my main goal, you know, obviously is to like learn as much as I, much as I possibly can and teach as, po- as much as possibly can, but I want to talk about it as much as I possibly can too. So just being able to, you know, meet like the, the people that, I mean, I, I'm basically like growing a family when you really think about it. Cause I'm sitting here talking to someone I didn't know existed until three days ago when you, you know, responded to a message like, yeah, sure. I'll join, join your podcast. But now you're like my, you know, now you're like a cousin to me now. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, you want to talk about, you know, definitely would love you to plug your school and your teachers and everybody else and whatever else you want to add, but you know, the floor is yours. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, no, my school is incredible. Uh, Andy Main was on UFC Fight Club or the there was like a reality show. He's in the New Jersey um, MMA Hall of Fame and he is literally the nicest uh, person you will ever meet. Uh, he runs the academy with his brother Mikey and um, like they're the type of people you walk in, they say hi, they know your name, make you feel welcome. Um, the school is incredible. We have a lot of female students and we have, you know, homegrown female black belts and that yes, like, like homegrown. And so it's really kind of incredible. And, you know, we'll have classes um, where I can get two or three rounds and, you know, rolling uh, with other women, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, is, uh, which is incredible incredible like i don't mind rolling with guys and i think it makes me better right and you right. Know, have someone bigger and, and stronger to have to work with jiu-jitsu against but it's a very different kind of game when you're actually on par with somebody physically oh yeah and you can start you know you know there, there are things that you can do um you know and it really work your game and the and the women are just so nice there's a it's it, i don't know how else i can't say enough good things about my academy um 
and I think it's, you know, the, the, the collegial, like I said, the attitude of everyone's on the mat and we're all here together. Um, the number of women that are on the mat and very much, you know, respected and treated equally. Um, I, I've traveled a lot and I've been to different <laughs> schools and there, there have been some schools where I, I, I mean, unfortunately I haven't felt as welcomed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I was, I was the only woman on the mat and it was kind of like, oh, you know, I got stuck with, you know, work, drilling or working or whatever with her type of thing. And again, I don't, it, it could just be that like I was a new student, you know, I was somebody that they didn't know, but it was, it was a little awkward. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how to describe it because like until you've been there. Unless you've experienced it, uh, like people are like, well, are you sure it wasn't because of whatever? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, if you're in a class of however many people and there are no female students, um, you know, you, you kind of get that feeling. Yeah, you you become the delicate flower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's a female on the mat, be gentle. Yeah, I don't want to work with her. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um and so I try, I try really hard, but uh, sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm babbling now. It's, oh no, it's no fine. It's totally fine. It's totally, totally um, fine. So I'm hoping that any of your female listeners out there, other women that are listening, they'll know what I mean when I say, you know, we have a lot of women on the mat. <laughs> they'll know what I'm saying here. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So it's just a really great environment to uh, grow in. Um, I've been working. So back when I was doing Krav Maga, we had, a jiu-jitsu instructor there he also is at uh pure his name is joe campisi and he is just probably he's been i've taken private lessons with him and you know he's cut me going <laughs> when i didn't think i could you know so i i know that rolling and everything is you know where you really get better and uh but i've been taking private lessons mostly because my schedule is so hectic that i can't always make it to training as much as i would like yeah so I have that, you know, once a week, sometimes twice a week private lesson to really kind of keep me at least doing jujitsu. Right. And, you know, he's the one who told me, I mentioned earlier, you know, Jess, you don't do this enough to get yourself worth from it. And but he's also like really given me a lot of perspective on jujitsu in terms of like life and everything else like that. So um, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but shout out to Joe if he does. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's going to he has no choice. Cause we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna blast this. Like we're just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you the recording and just play it on the loudspeaker. Like, nope, we're gonna get a, a big Bluetooth speaker. We're gonna listen to this podcast together. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but, no, I just, I feel really blessed. I feel very lucky that we have such a really great jujitsu community, and um, you know, it, locally, you know, at my academy and the people that I know, but I also. Um, feel lucky and blessed. I think that the jujitsu community at large, yeah. you know, like I was saying earlier, there's a place for everybody. It is. It is. There, there really is a place for everyone. There's a place for you who's, you know, eats, sleeps, breathes jujitsu. And, you know, there's a place for, you know, someone who is casually just making their way, struggling on the struggle bus, <laughs> um, <laughs> casually making their way through the belts and um doing what they can but has also the love of the sport yeah yeah it's like like she said it's it's definitely for everyone the the enthusiast down to like the hobbyist or the person who just want to just literally do you know get out the house and do something it's you can definitely get a lot out of jujitsu if you just give it a chance definitely yeah yeah 
Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. But um, but yeah, that's the end of today's episode. I would like to you know thank Jessica again for coming in and uh sharing her experience. I hope people who are listening, you know, that itch, you know, that you you've been having to finally join jujitsu as if you know being a female or being someone smaller like we said it's for everybody so just give it a shot but um but yeah uh please go and follow our facebook and instagram page to stay up to date on all future episodes this has been talk your jits podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day